Hi, and welcome to my podcast. I'm Dr. John Cook. I'm so glad you joined us today as we continue our series on Systematic Theology 2. We will get into our lesson right after this. I want to say right from the start that nothing that I say is original with me. The Bible says there is nothing new under the sun. My daddy used to tell me that if it's new, it isn't true, and if it's true, it isn't new. So I just accept the fact that I'm simply going to be repeating what somebody else has found already. We now join in progress part seven of our study on systematic theology two. Lesson number 28. Now turn in your Bible to 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 9 through 11. We read there about still another separation that is commanded. Paul says, I wrote unto you in an epistle not to accompany with fornicators, yet not altogether with the fornicators of this world, or with the covetous, or extortioners, or with idolaters. For then must ye needs go out of the world. But now I have written unto you not to keep company if any man that is called a brother be a fornicator or covetous or an idolater or a railer or a drunkard or an extortioner with such an one know not to eat. This scripture gives us a list of believers that we are to separate from. God is very specific as to whom we are to separate from in our Christian life. This is not calling for us to live in a monastery that we might live away from this world, but it is calling on us as believers to separate from believers who have chosen to walk according to this world and its lust, according to the wickedness of this world. If one who is called a brother is a fornicator or covetous or an idolater or a railer or a drunkard or an extortioner, the Bible plainly commands us to separate from them. Such separation is necessary for protection from sin in our lives because we may think ourselves above falling into the same sins. But we're not. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 12 warns us. Wherefore, let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. The more we are exposed to sin, the more weak becomes our resistance against sin. So this separation, though not a very popular teaching, is absolutely necessary to protect us and to protect our testimony to the outside world. We find in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 3 to 5, that we are to separate from false teachers. Listen closely to what the scripture says. If any man teach otherwise, and consent not to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and to the doctrine which is according to godliness, He is proud, knowing nothing, but doting about questions and strifes of words, whereof cometh envy, strife, 
railings, evil surmisings, perverse disputings of men of corrupt minds, and destitute of the truth, supposing that gain is godliness. From such withdraw thyself. So these false teachers are ones that come teaching things that go contrary to what the scripture says, leading us away from living for the Savior, from living and leading godly lives. They use words and evil surmisings, and this term surmisings means to suppose that something is true with no evidence of it being true. So these are ones who teach that which has no evidence to contradict what the scriptures plainly say, but they nevertheless contradict the scriptures. These go on using arguments based upon corruption, based upon the corruption of men's minds. They're absolutely lacking in all truth. They teach that gain is godliness. This is a doctrine we hear a great deal about today, as many claim that just because their teachings bring about riches, that means God's in it. This is not necessarily true, but it's nevertheless their claim. What's God's answer as to how to handle these false teachers? Well, God's answer is to simply withdraw from them, separate ourselves from them. They're certainly not going to separate themselves from us as they desire to mislead us. So the responsibility becomes ours to make that separation. Proving once again that the separation is an absolute necessity if we're not to be misled by false teachers. Another scripture that is like the one that we just saw is found in 2 John verses 10 and 11. There it says, If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, neither bid him God's speed. For he that biddeth him God's speed is a partaker of his evil deeds. This scripture tells us not to even allow false teachers to come into our home and not to say God bless you to them. It would seem some are more willing to be hospitable than they are to be obedient. They excuse themselves by saying it's just the Christian thing to do. But according to the scripture, the Christian thing to do is to obey God rather than men. Acts chapter 5 and verse 29 tells us. Aside from the disobedience of receiving these into our home or bidding them Godspeed, we don't seem to recognize that by this disobedience we become just as guilty as they are for spreading their false doctrines. We are to refuse to hear them. We are to refuse to allow them to come into our homes. And we are to refuse to bless them in the spreading of their false doctrines.
Hey, this is John Cook again. I want to thank you for joining us in this podcast. I encourage you to join us in the next podcast as we continue our series on Systematic Theology 2. Hey, while you're here, why don't you click that subscribe button and follow us, and you'll be notified just as soon as another podcast is released. Appreciate it. God bless.